it's time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Mining Stock Daily. It's Monday, September 27th. Last week, gold and silver both rallied on market fears connected to the Evergrande situation in China and anticipation of a dovish FOMC policy statement. Shortly after the Jay Powell presser began, gold and silver prices were smashed. In the electronic paper trading market, when Powell suggested that it might be possible that the Fed starts to taper in November. There was no firm commitment to a taper and for some reason the suggestion did not seem to affect the stock market. The Mining Stock Journal says this is further evidence that the price management team continues its aggressive effort to prevent a rising gold price from acting as an indicator of the degree in which the Fed's monetary policy is highly inflationary. Looking at the broad picture, the COT report Friday showed that the banks went net long COMEX silver contracts for the first time since 2015, shortly before the four and a half year bear cycle in gold and silver bottomed and a bull cycle commenced. The Mining Stock Journal believes that this is potentially a very bullish development. In addition, the banks covered a huge amount of their paper gold position. As it turns out, the hedge funds shorted almost an identical amount of paper gold as the banks covered. This too, according to the Mining Stock Journal, could be a highly bullish indicator. With sentiment in the gutter and the technical indicators highly contrarian, the journal would not be surprised if the precious metals sector begins a powerful bull move sometime in the next few weeks. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a quick moment, but first, a mention of today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Corvus Gold. Corvus Gold is a North American gold exploration and development company focused on its near-term gold-silver mining projects in southwestern Nevada. The company holds a commanding land position within the Bullfrog Mining District. Neighboring adjacent projects controlled by Anglo Gold Ashanti, Kinross Gold, and Core Mining highlight this active district. The two 100% owned North Bullfrog and Motherlode projects have a combined nearly 4 million ounces gold of in-pit resource and continues to grow with an ongoing, successful resource expansion drill program. Corvus trades on the TSX and the NASDAQ with the symbol KOR. And here's what you need to know this morning. Solaris Resources has reported additional assay results from its recent Warenza East discovery in Ecuador with two holes that both returned long intervals of copper porphyry mineralization from surface across a significant portion of the undrilled gap in Warenza Central, suggesting potential continuity between the two zones. Drilling highlights included 396 meters of 0.42% copper equivalent from surface within a 1,213-meter assaying 0.28% copper equivalent in hole 1, colored about 1,300 meters east of Warenza Central. Warenza East is the third discovery within the 7-kilometer by 5-kilometer Warenza Porphyry Cluster, with the latest discovery at Warenza East and the growing footprint of Warenza Central. The conceptual pitch shell is expected to be extended to the north and east, showing the potential to ultimately become one multi-kilometer super pit joining the two areas, said Vice President of Exploration Jorge Fierro in this morning's news release. 
Solaris Resources trades on TSX under SLS and on the OTCQB with SLSSF. Sterling Metals reported their first assays from its maiden program on the silver, copper, lead, zinc sail pond project located in the Great Northern Peninsula of Newfoundland. The company completed 16 drill holes in its Phase 1 program and from the data gathered launched a Phase 2 program focused on the south zone of the project. The first and only series of assay results the company has received to date from its Phase 2 program pertain to hole 18 and included 73.84 grams per ton silver equivalent over 11.1 meters and 97.5 grams per ton silver equivalent over 10 meters. The company also announced an expansion of its current drilling program from 7,500 to 8,500 meters, which will target extensions of visually identified, well-developed polymetallic mineralization present in this same hole. Sterling has now completed 36 drill holes and has 3,110 core samples in total awaiting analysis. The company trades on the TSX Venture with SAG. Tinker Resources has updated its mineral resource estimate for its Iowilka project in Peru, where it has two deposits, the zinc zone and the tin zone. The indicated zinc zone resource is now 19 million tons, grading 7.2% zinc, 0.2% lead, and 16.8 grams per ton silver, containing 3 billion pounds of zinc. That's up from 1.8 billion and a 68% increase. There is also 10.3 million ounces of silver and 87 million pounds of lead. And it has an inferred resource of 47.9 million tons, grading 5.4% zinc, 0.4% lead, and 20 grams per ton silver, containing 5.7 billion pounds of zinc, 30.7 million ounces of silver, and 370 million pounds of lead. The inferred tin resource is now 8.4 million tons, grading 1% tin, containing 189 million pounds of it. The company aims to announce an updated PEA for Iowilka in the coming weeks. Tinka Resources trades on the TSX Venture under the ticker TK and on the OTCQB with TKRFF. Intel and Resources says they have completed the next phase of its agreement with Rio Tinto to become the majority owner and operator of the Tamarack Nickel Copper Cobalt Project in Minnesota. In accordance with a November 2018 agreement between a subsidiary of Talon and a subsidiary of Rio Tinto that established a number of milestones for Talon to earn up to a 60% total interest in the project, Talon has completed a stock-based transaction to earn a 51% interest in Tamarack. Under the agreement, Talon had until March of 2022 to pay $5 million to Rio Tinto to complete the 51% ownership interest in the Tamarack Nickel project. Talon has elected to accelerate the transaction, and rather than receiving $5 million in cash, Rio Tinto has agreed to accept 10.5 million units of Talon at a deemed issuance price of $0.60 Canadian per unit in full satisfaction of this obligation. Each unit shall be comprised of one common share of talent and one half of one purchase warrant. Each warrant will be exercisable to acquire a talent share for a period of one year at an exercise price of $0.80 per share. Going forward, talent will have until March 2026 to earn an additional 9% interest 
and the Tamarack Nickel Project for a total of 60%. Talon Metals trades on a TSX with TLO. That concludes this morning's morning briefing. If you haven't yet, go back and listen to that long four interview we had Friday morning with Peter Bookvar when we kind of wrapped up all of last week's uh, news events in the financial markets. It was quite the week. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends at the Junior Mining Network. I'm Trevor Hall. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.